Welcome to the Thursday morning edition of Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. It is a humongous show today on the guest list. Uh, Australian cricket legend Alan Border. Uh, right off the top, how many of you out there had Alan Border, or maybe still do, as a sporting hero, as a cricketing hero? Alan Border on the program. Uh, St Helens winger Tommy Makinson, superstar out of England. Former Golden Boot winner coming on the program. We're going to talk a little bit of New South Wales Waratahs. My co-host Brandy back freshened up from a little spell yesterday. And I'm throwing at you straight away, unsolicited, not mentioned at the production meeting, a birthday game guest right off the top of the show, Brandy. Right off the top of the show. One of Australia's greatest ever. Hits 50 today. 50 years of age today. One of our greatest ever ever athletes turns 50 mm. today greg alexander good morning good what morning can you come back at me with oh turning not much 50, not one much. of australia's greatest D- ever just like t- we're talking one of the greatest moments of all time in australian sport this right, turns, turns 50 today 50 today who is it just Brandy. tell me what, what what is the date today andrew is it the 16th Two days on from Valentine's Day, Brent. Yeah, so it's the 16th. Um, no, I've got, I, I, yeah, I've got nothing for you. No. Well, think of 2000 Olympics. There's your massive clue. Oh, someone that turns 50 Olympics. today. Not, not Ian Thorpe. Thorpe's not that old. No. <laughs> not Thorpe. <laughs> no. Think of the track, Brandy. What was the great oh, the moment? Track. 2000 Olympics. Kathy Freeman. Kathy Freeman's 50. Get out of here. Kathy Freeman, get out of town. Happy birthday, Kathy. There you go. Kathy Freeman's 50 years of age. What a moment. 2000 Olympics. Where were you when? Kathy, uh, there. The, uh, there. You were there. Well, there you go. I was there. There you go. I was there. Well, why why don't night. we just throw that out there today? Anyone else great out there night. that was there? Where mm. were you when Kathy won? at the 2000 Olympics, and she turns 50 today. There's something. And I was in a studio, because I was working for the ABU, the Asian Broadcasting Union. So we were compiling shows every day. So I, got, I, was, I was there in the precinct, yep. but I was in a, in a oh, studio. Oh, you weren't, you weren't in the stadium. No, not in the stadium. Okay. Wow. Right. I was down the back straight. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was sort right of at the... I, Can you I, see I it clearly in the head now? Yeah. I, I would have been at the 200-metre mark. So as she came down, Jose Marie Perec, um, mm. very tall French athlete. Probably Jason. yeah, it was a great night. Probably not Jose. Jose, what what Josie. what was her name? Marie. Well, I think it'd be Josie rather than Jose. Jo- oh, okay. Yeah, Jose, yeah. would she? My my Spanish yeah. is it Spanish? <laughs> uh, now you said we're going to talk Jose. rugby, so let me throw a yep. little. Uh, what about a rugby pop quiz right off the top? Just to test your knowledge. <laughs> See, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this either, did, did I? Uh, the Waratahs last year. Just Let's just refresh our memory because we're going to speak to one of the new signings of the Waratahs who is an incredible... I had to research him because I'd never heard of him. I, I've got to be honest. Yeah. I'd never heard of him. This is his first year, but not his first year playing at the Waratahs. He played at the Waratahs 12, 13 years ago. But he's been yep. travelling the world, playing Super Rugby, Crusaders. Uh, he's also played in Europe. Um, the Waratahs last year, just remind yourself. I re- remember they got off to a really slow start, but they, they came home. They stormed home. Did they play semifinals last year? No. 
No, Australian franchises were were didn't, didn't poor, weren't they? Hit no? the hit the hit the hit the wrong. They finished eighth. Oh, it was their finals down to the eighth? Ah, uh, there was. They finished sixth. Sorry, they finished sixth. Yes, there's there's finals, oh, and yeah. and, it, and it's the old it's the old rugby league uh, oh, semi final right. setup Zealand, format. They went over to New Zealand, didn't they? Yes. Now one v eight, two v seven, three v six, four v yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, they did they? Over. I did, hopped on their bus for a while. From you did, yes. Did they? Did they get through the first week of the finals? No. Nah. Nah. Correct. Yeah, that's it. Nah. Across yeah. there in New Zealand. Yeah. No, nah, that'll do. That that'll do us. Now, now our memory is refreshed. They made the finals. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm thinking Kathy Freeman, uh, 2000 gold medal, greater than Waratah's 2022 finals appearance. Yeah, well, no doubt. Win moments. No, well, <laughs> Where were you when the Waratahs <laughs> played their, their finals match last year? Well done. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so and the young man we're going to talk to, Neymani Nadolo. He's 35. What do you mean the young man? 35. One of the oldest. Well, he's young for he's us. He's the oldest. I think he's, he's young compared to us. Oh, well, a lot of people are. Brandy, it's been a really solid opening to the program. Um, I... I, I don't know. Are our listeners still interested in the collective bargaining agreement? Because the news today is that we're we're getting close to the finish. I'm hearing all sorts of rumours. Man, I, I've got to say, the rumour mill around this and what's going on, the argy-bargy. But we are hearing today, we're reading in the Telegraph, the NRL's total revised offer is $1.347 billion, mm. a 37% increase in total play payments to the previous deal, of nine hundred eighty dollars, uh, nine hundred eighty thousand, uh, nine hundred and eighty million. Eighty million. The minimum salary will rise to one hundred and twenty thousand this season, reaching one hundred and forty thousand in twenty twenty seven. But is this is, is any of this old? Is any of this new or old? Like is is this just is this a revised from what they knocked back, what they recently knocked back, or is this? Are we just talking about the old CBA? Like I, I still don't know because don't don't forget what the what what the NRL did pre Christmas. Mm. So before Christmas, um, the NRL released said deals done, every salary caps out, but they released yep. that information without the tick off from the players, I, I, which is which is outrageous. What the NRL did pre Christmas. Is sta- it still staggers me that you can be in negotiations with someone and then they say, without your knowledge, oh, the deal's done. And that's exactly what the NRL did. To announce a new salary cap for players without the rugby league, the, the Players Association agreement, I, I, I thought was stunning. And I thought, well, a deal will never be done because they have got, them, they've got the players so offside by by going underhanded to News Limited and saying, here's what, here's what we've done for the players. Anyway, right. I know not too many Huggy people bear. are interested in it, but unless yeah, they strike. I I when, 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 we, when you talk strike, well, then everyone goes, oh, hang on. Well, what, what is going on? If we got, if we got yep. to this stage, what are we actually talking about? So I, 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 I didn't see any quotes from Clint Newton in the most recent story saying, yeah, this looks like a, a good deal. So are they doing it again? Have they just released big numbers Ooh, to make wow. the public think these players have been given everything 
Okay. And now they're okay. still talking strike. All right. Um, Starsky and Hutch had Huggy Bear on the street. I'm, I'm leaning on you, Brandy, as a board member. Have you heard anything? Have you, have you heard anything? Like, if there was going to be strike action, something would be around round one. Had you heard anything in the last 48 hours? Because the, the, no. the, 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 um, the suggestion that there were going to be disruptions last weekend came and went past. So I don't think they're going to disrupt week two of the trials. But you're not hearing anything. Nothing. Round, round one. No, not hearing anything. No idea what um, involved? Okay. N- no, no. Well, the story only came out yesterday. So, but I, I will hear something today. I'll, I'll be at him. I'll, I'll, when I finish work, I'm going to Penrith today, Vossi. So I will hear All whether right. the players are happy with what's happened. Or it's just, you know, just pushing out a story just to try and quieten things down and put the players offside with the public, which is what why they did it pre-Christmas. Now, listen, Brandy, we need some breaking news. Tickets to this year's State of Origin series go on sale today. Um, first game, Adelaide, are you on deck with the New South Wales Origin squad this year as you have done previous seasons? Uh, yes, Freddie's still the coach, so I'm, I'm still on deck. Okay, then. All right. And Adelaide is the first game, correct? Uh, yes. Adelaide. Yeah. That's great. Is this a pop quiz? Um... Oh, yeah, well, it's, well you're, you're quiz mate. I'm quiz mate. Um, I, I named the Cowboy who extended their contract until the end of 2027 yesterday, sacrificing at least $600,000 to stay at the club. Well, I'm going to say his first name, Jeremiah, but I mightn't be able to say his second name yeah. properly because no, I, there's been new he's pronunciations being sent through. Nene. 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 at the World Cup. Right. Nene at the World Cup. That's a long Jeremiah Nene is that... And Abby Corrissell spoke to the media yesterday for the first time since being named captain. He's now an Appy the captain. Here's a bit of Appy yesterday speaking about Coach Tim Sheens. Yeah, I think the last time he coached um, was in like 1876 or something back then. But, um, you know, the game's changed a little bit, but the fundamentals are the same. And he's got Benji Marshall there to, to, to help him out. Probably the biggest thing for myself is his detail. Um, he's, he's very detailed about how he wants things done and... Um, I think the good thing about that is everyone knows where the line is, um, so you know they don't cross it. 1876, lovely, uh, lovely punch thrown there by Nappy Coruscant, figuratively speaking. Uh, so a bit of fun, a bit of banter. The vibe's good at the Tigers. I've said it before. The vibe at the Tigers is good. Why do you say David Clemmer? You're going to say, man, what's he been on? Like he, he's so fit. He's lean. He's lean. Mm. David Clemmer. I'm okay, you've, you've, he, well, you've been there. You, you've, yeah, you've experienced yeah. the vibe. So what, I, what is that vibe telling you? How are the Tigers going this season? What, what do you think of the Tigers this year? Well, you've, well, you've signed Clemmer. He will start every game for them. Yep. Um, and, and you know what you're going to get. You're going to get you know, your 20 hit-ups uh, from David Clemmer. High work rate defensively. Uh, and I, I think Papali'i will develop into... He'll, he'll be one of the buys of the year, to be honest. As, I, I as agree with could that. could be as well. So in Coruscant and Papali'i, if I was writing down now at the top of my head the best five ten buys for mm. clubs, the Tigers have got two of them. So that has to make a difference to them. I reckon those two are right up there with the best signings in the off-season for a club, best pickups. So, um, you know, Tigers fans, we're, we're positive to start the year. And I'm saying we sort of, we're, we, we're, we are positive on air. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm positive about way. them too. I, I, I think they'll have a, a good year. Like, I, it'll be nothing like it was last year. Last year was a disaster for them. Um, Listeners. Still a lot of pressure on Luke Brooks. Oh, 
St- there there still is. Like so, you, you, you just right. can't go away from it. Yes, they've signed Appy Corosau. Uh, Papali'i and John Bateman, when he finally does arrive, is he going to get here before round one? Well, they, it's a they can't. $42 piece of paperwork that needs to be done. $42. Pounds. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm thinking the Tigers finish round about where they have until last year. They'll be knocking on the door of finals. I, 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 I couldn't leave a team out to put the Tigers in, but they'll be round the mark. So you're not on the bus. No, just no, no, talk them no, up. Not really. Not, not a finals bus. No. I'm on the bus okay. for improvement. Okay, Big but improvement. the improvement bus. The improvement bus. It's a little eight-seater. Is it a little 12-seater? <laughs> Something like that. It's just a little bus. The improvement bus. Well, now that is BS. Uh, now, Sydney Kings last night. That was quite incredible. They were down by 12 coming up to uh, halftime. And uh, they've ended up winning 95-87. Xavier Cook's absolutely outstanding. So one up in the best of three series. They go around again in Friday. If they need a deciding game, it's back in Sydney on Sunday. Tonight we've got the Breakers against the Tasmania Jack Jumpers. Uh, uh, we've got the football desk uh, unpacking for after this break. You'll run through it. We've got both Champions League and Premier League this morning. Premier League as big as it gets, 1v2. Arsenal, Manchester yep. City. In fact, I, I actually like the fact that you put a tablecloth, like a doily over the... Uh, football desk today to make it a little bit special. Nice touch. Bro. Well, it's a special day. Emirates Stadium, uh, the two big ones, just at the top of the table too, Vossi. Uh, so Arsenal lead Man City by three points, but Arsenal still have a game to catch up. So they've still got one game up their sleeve. But if Man City win, they'll draw level uh, on 51 points, which was it Brentford they had a draw with most recently, yes, the Arsenal? They missed a chance to go ah, yeah, more than... More the line. Forgot to draw a line. We had Just on the line too. Why can't yeah. we have a line in rugby league? Why, why don't we get the line to say whether a player's onside or offside? Is he in front of the kicker or is he not? We we just guess. Can we have the line? Have the line. Another question. I can't answer that. I Would you like to, to see the line? Well, I'd love to see the line. I'd love to see it. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Well, if the, if, if the EPL have the technology to have a line to determine whether a player is offside or not, why can't we have the line? Good Can you speak to someone about that? I'll speak to someone about the line. Right. Um, you can call us on the Motorola open line one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We're full of questions. You can fire some questions out there as well. You can text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. But to feel good on this Thursday, if you want to just wax lyrical about where were you when Kathy Freeman won the four hundred at the two thousand Olympics? Let's start the day there. Kathy Freeman, great Australian, fifty years of age today. This is breakfast with Vossie and Brandy on the home of sport. We are 1170 AM Sydney, 801 AM Central Coast, 1575 AM Illawarra, 90.3 FM Griffith, 1323 AM Canberra and across Queensland in this first hour, SENQ, 693 AM Brisbane, 1620 AM Gold Coast and the SEN Track Network right through regional Queensland. Now, my chat about the uh, the line that the EPL used to determine whether players are offside has created a bit of a firestorm on the text line. We'll get to those in a minute. But uh, for your chance to win a Signet Boost power bank to keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered 24-7, all you have to do is jump on our Twitter account and become a follow at Vossi Brandy SEN, and then we, we'll announce the winner at the end, end of today's show, Vossi. So Which all new followers between now and close enough to 9 o'clock are in the draw for the Signet Power Boost Bank. Uh, fantastic. you just got to have them. By the way, in terms of strike action, just quickly into the mix, I'll mention um, the Welsh rugby team 
who are 0-2 and two to start the Six Nations, they are talking about striking this weekend. They're due to play England. Um, they've, they've had a long-running battle uh, around pay. Apparently, there's not a single player in Wales contracted uh, in the World Cup year past the first four or five months, past the next four or five months. Not one. Um, so they're saying, you know, got mortgages, schools, kids, food, whatever. Um, just there's players. One player said, an anonymous player said, I can't apply for a mortgage and I'm on antidepressants. I'm also one big injury away from not having a job in July, yet I'm starting for Wales every week, and the WRU is making tens of millions from international matches. So Ooh. Wales may strike this weekend yep. in the Six Nations. It's a big story over there. Uh, let's rip into the uh, texts, 0457-736-736. Also calls on the Motorola uh, open line. This one, we want lines, Brandy. Is just a text. We want lines. Right. No name. <laughs> that's, that's the catchphrase. Uh, this one. Now, I, I brought up uh, Marie Parekh. Um, Parekh had left the country before the race. Maybe my Brandy's memory is failing. I, I couldn't recall that. So I just Googled it then. That's right. She was she was run out of town. Yeah. Run out of oh. town. Anyone catch her? Because if they did, they'd be in the final. Well, um, yeah, no. Yeah. That was an athletic show. Yeah, uh, no. Martin, uh, good morning, team. I was there for Kathy's race. What a night. My wife said it was the loudest crowd she'd ever heard. Marie Jose Perec actually left Sydney before the race. She didn't compete in the 400 metres race against Kathy. Martin, just ramming it home to you as well. Uh, are you boys doing the super coach bus this year? Is Dan's question. Yeah, I'll get in. I'll get amongst it. I haven't, haven't quite jotted down any names yet, but I'll be on the super coach bus. Uh, the number one golfer, can we quickly go to the number one golfer from Oyster Bay? Love hearing from him because he was at the, or where he was, when Cathy Freeman was racing the 400. Number one golfer, there's a twist to this tale, I believe. Yes, yes, good morning, guys. Yeah, it was a bit funny about that Murray Parekh um, story. Brandy, when I heard that, yeah, he, he was gone. She was gone, sorry, a while. But yeah, I, I, was, I was at Homebush that night. Wasn't actually at... Um, Kathy Freeman. I was actually watching the table tennis, and um, during the night, I'm, I remember someone saying, "Yeah, she's she's won." But I've got an even better story. Whoa, than sorry, that. sorry, no, stop, 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 stop. You forgot that she was running, and you were sort of glued to the table tennis. No, no, I was at the table tennis. I was at one of the other events. I was watching. Oh, you were at the, the table tennis. Ah, okay. right. I think you were at, watching the table tennis at home or something. I don't know. You know, you know, no, 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 no. I was the red button thing. I was, I was out at home. Pretty much, I went every day to to, to Olympics. So I saw all different yeah. events. Wow! But um, I actually have a better story. That 2012, I went to London Olympics. I went to quite quite a lot of events, and um, I went to the table tennis world team final, North Korea and China. And uh, I walked in, and uh, I was by myself. The family was doing something else. And I was sitting right at the back, and I saw some seats over that were vacant. So I went out and walked, went up to the guy and showed my ticket and said, I should be in here. And he says, you're in the wrong area. I said, no, they told me um, there wasn't much room. I couldn't see much. So he let me in. He says, don't tell anyone. I was sitting in the middle of the Chinese Chinese um, coaches, and um, I was going for North Korea and telling telling everyone on the side how they should be returning their serve. Uh-huh. You are an interesting man, number one golfer. What a story. Uh, very few listeners I can imagine were at the North Korea v. China um, 2012 <laughs> London Olympics, but you were. I don't think Thank anyone can match that. 
No one can match no, that. No, that's that's up there. I thought we were going to get uh, Jingbing Lu or someone there. Uh, what Jay the Bookman? Um, uh, we've got an interesting setup for today. I think are we allowed to run a sort of a joke off here? All right. I've just said the nod. Is that a yes? Yes. Okay. Yes, is it intro to the segment? Definitely. Yes. All right. Dan, no, there's no intro to the segment. There is. Okay. Where is it? My wife actually went to the doctor today, and the, and the doc sure called right? me. Yeah, well, the doc called me just to give me the update, um, just to tell me the facts. And he said, I don't know I don't know what's wrong with her at the moment. I don't know. It's either chlamydia or Alzheimer's. I'm just oh. not quite sure. I said, well, how do I know, doc? And he said, well, she's just left the surgery, so if she, if she gets home, don't sleep with her. Right. Right. Okay. Was that so sex? That's got Satlas. So so that's our benchmark for SEN. The last joke that was delivered on air was Sats last night. And uh, now, um, Jay the Bookman. <laughs> yes, Dimmicks of Rouse Hill. Jay, what have Not you Not much to beat, Jay. No, not much to beat. Where's your bench? Went over to my mate's place and he was watching something on the TV. And I heard this creepy organ music and suddenly he yells, Don't go in that church, you idiot. I said, are you watching a horror movie? He said, my wedding video. Ooh, right, okay. Right. No, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. There we go. Um, it's, it's interesting areas. But thank you, Jay, for your contribution to the program. We're off and running. Football desk right. is up and running with a lovely doily on it. Arsenal about to kick off against Manchester City. They're all taking a knee. And Brandy will update us on all of that in just a moment as we go to the news. Vanessa, thank you. We're here thanks to Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's Lawyers. It's time for this right now. Let's hear it. Hello, Moto. There we go. 0457 736 736 on the text line or 1300 01 1170 on the Motorola open line. Fossey, I'm just having a look at some of the stories that came through around that time, the time that Cathy Freeman uh, won the 400, that saw Marie Parekh uh, split, get out of town. Yes. She said the 400 metres in Sydney was not a race against Cathy Freeman. It was a race against an entire nation, which had its problems. I was only prepared for the 400 metres. Um, some of the headlines, temperamental, French Missy, Precious Mademoiselle, scared, seriously disturbed, sadly deluded, brittle, disgraced. They were just some of the some of the headlines. <laughs> some of the headlines. <laughs> just some of them. Some of them. Yes. Well, uh, no wonder she got out of town. And I don't think she listens to the SEN app either as a result of that. She never um, ran again. That was it. Is that, never ran again? Never wow. ran again. Uh, Andy's come through on the text, 0457736736. He says, I was at the warm-up track. Helping the relay team, Andy says. So he wasn't in the main stadium, but what, there you go. Some roll. Arthur from Paddo. G'day, Arthur. How you going? Where Where was I when Cathy Freeman won the 400 and 2000? He starts his text with a question. At the stadium. Start of top deck, overlooking start of back straight, witnessing the greatest constant roar, 110,000 at an Australian sporting event. Also witnessed the Aloisi penalty shootout in 05. And Steve Wall, last ball, 100 in 2003. Arthur from Paddo has been there at all three, Brandy. Anyone else out there? Wow, Anyone out there that can match moments. Arthur's portfolio of great moments? He's been at Aloisi, War, Freeman. That's pretty impressive. Who can top it? I, I, I don't think anyone can that? beat that. I, I don't no. think there's anyone that can beat that. 
truthfully. Mm. You'd have That's to be out to on beat. the boat. America's Cup, something like that. You'd have to throw that. You'd have to be at Farlap winning the 1930 Melbourne Cup. Ooh, yeah. You were there when Dragons won their 11th. I don't know. Third Maccabi third, third Diva win. Uh, that, that'd be pretty good. That, uh, what did the NRL season look like in 2000 due to the Olympics? Shorter season, earlier start. Might be an opportunity in 2032 to do the same. Play everyone once or maybe a conference system. Uh, oh, no, it was full season. They just started early. We started, started way early. early. And, that's where the, and that's where the snow game was. So because we started so early, we got to May and we had that snow game. Canberra and the Tigers wasn't even winter. It was May. Um, we started very, very early in 2000. Um, so there you go. Uh, were you Pedro there that wants day? To know, were, you, you... were you there for the opening? No, of... the snow game. No, great regret. No, 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 great no. Regret. No, the, the opening of um, the stadium. Whether it was a double header. Oh, the first game. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah. when Luke Burt makes his debut. Yeah, debut. And yep. I think Lance Thompson might have been a try-score opening day. Might test Ben Rossley, our producer. Do you remember the late... It's Lance, Tom... Lance Thompson, by the way. It's his birthday. Poor old Lance would have been 45 today. But I've, I've just got a memory of him scoring a try mm. um, on uh, on opening day. That's one to check up, Dragons fans out there. Can we go to the Motorola open line? Can we hear her again? Or we can't just run the clip in isolation. Can we just run that first bit again? Hello, Moto. Okay, well, that's all we need. Rooster Ash of Liverpool is on the open line. G'day, Rooster Ash. Hello, Moto. Oh, that's very good, Ash. That's so close. Hey, <laughs> I can, well, I can barely I, tell I the difference. To, I had to because I just got off Canterbury Road. Whoa. <laughs> but, hey, just on that, the lines on the field to see whether players offside or onside, do, yep. we really need, do we really need that? Because we've got the bunker that takes 10 minutes to decide something that, we know it's sitting at home or, or just watching it at the ground. Mm. We, if we do have it, we need someone with a bit of... Uh, that can be competent. Yeah, competency helps, doesn't it? Um, oh, I, I, know, I know what you mean. You're just throwing in another bit of technology that we probably, you know, probably might drag things out. But if you, it, it's better than guessing, Rooster Ash. And I, I know, you know, working... When, when there's a kick put in and someone is very close to, you've got to have both feet behind. Uh, when he's not near the kicker, it's it's almost impossible. We're guessing. We guess. So are we happy, yeah, are, are we happy to go with our best guess? Or do we want it how the EPL do? And they can put a line across the screen and go, well, he's offside or he's onside. Um, exactly, exactly. But... On on the same token, we look at that game with the West Tigers last year that they said that um, the yep. West Tigers player was offside, and he wasn't. He wasn't offside. No, he wasn't offside. Cost I've got some news for you. I've got you some news for you, Rooster Ash, if you're not aware too. There has been a tweaking of the rule on offside play, the 10. Uh, defenders now, with the exception of the goal line, have to have both feet behind the referee. If the referee marks the 10, then the players have to have both feet behind the referee, whereas when they get to the goal line, they only have to have one foot behind the goal line. Brandy, you're aware of that? Players, yeah, yeah. Obviously, the yeah. players have to be aware of it. Yeah. Um, they've, they've clarified that. I don't know whether they're going to be you know, as vig- so vigilant that we're going to have a crackdown. But that's what they've told the players this year, that 
when you're standing back 10 metres, you must be, or if wherever the referee is, you've got to be standing behind him, not just one leg behind him, one leg in front. So you can't, well, you've got to get right yeah. behind him. You, and that is, that, that's a bigger change than what you think. So it's something that mm. the players well, do stride, every, isn't it? every moment of the game. They're, they're getting back the 10. Now, if they've got to have both feet behind the referee, that, that's, that doesn't sound much, but it's a big change. No. And under pressure, like, you know, when games get, you know, when, when a bit of, um, when the players start to get tired, Vossi, they, they go back to old ways. So it will be easy for referees to ping players offside. Rooster Ash, thank you for the call, mate. Have a, have, have a super day on this Thursday, and thank you for throwing that into, uh, into the mix. Um, this is interesting. We've got a little bit of a war going here on the text. Uh, someone's texting saying, I know Arthur from Paddo, and he's talking out of his bull-eye pass. He's full of it. So he wasn't <laughs> at those three things. There's an allegation, and we'll, we'll leave it at allegation. Allegedly, Arthur is a bullshit artist, and that he wasn't at those three events. May not have been at any of those. Now, how, how does Arthur have, have to reply now? Is it back in Tickets Arthur's court? We either need photos or we need scanned copies of the well, tickets that's, so that he was there. I think I think it's been a bit tough on Arthur. So poor old Arthur's text in and said he's been to yeah, these three right. events. He gets story. called Great out. Story. Great story. Now, and now, now we've 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 slandered him. Yeah. We're saying he's bullshit. Um, Cap. That's right. Not true. Cap. This one. I was at the. The reason we're talking about Kathy Freeman, if you're just joining us, it turns fifty today. Yeah, Kathy Freeman. Is 50 years of age today. This one, I was at the stadium the night Kathy won, but missed the race. I was still in the beer queue because they had no staff on that night. 23 years later, nothing has changed. They still have no staff when events are on at Homebush. Ha, 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 emoji. Is it ha, ha? Is it? No, it might be angry emoji. I can't tell. I'm not really into emojis, but there you go, Brandy. What, what emoji is that? Oh, boy. That's cool. I, I think it's a laughing uh, emoji. Laughing emoji. Uh, yeah. Green Kick and Marusa, GKR, out on the tools as always early. Morning, Vossie and Brandy. I was at the Canterbury Leagues Club the night of the Kathy Freeman race, playing the electronic horse racing machine. At the exact time of her race, my mate and I backed a 100 to 1 shot on the machine. Well, how often does that happen? That'd be pretty rare. You'd remember that, wouldn't you? 100 to 1 winner on the electronic horse racing machine. Do, do they still have those? Oh, yeah. The electronic race? You can't do any tab. You got any tab? There's the the animated races go on nonstop. No, I mean live. Like they used to have one of those at Panthers. There used to be a horse racing machine. So you would world of entertainment. Yeah, not not on a screen. Like it was no. The horses went round a track. The little plastic. Oh horses. yeah, like the table. How good at that? That's great. That was now, great. Gamble responsibly, but that sort of stuff really that was my great. You know, I think that's, I could watch that all day. I could watch that all day. <laughs> Who remembers that? Anyone out there? And Arthur of Paddington, you can ring up and say you were and, and make out as if you if you know what we're talking <laughs> so about. You, you're slandering um, Arthur. Was it, has anyone ever been to the Panthers World of Entertainment and there used to be a horse racing game where the horses went round under a dome and they moved that around. That was so good. Electronically. Anyone remember that? one 300 Yes. I spent many a night there. Having fun. Oh, did you? <laughs> Doing your ass on a horse yeah. racing game. Oh, what a so shame. Good. I've got to so Google, good. can you buy one? I've got to try and buy one for the SEN room. I don't, I don't, I don't think good they're for around morale. anymore. Good for morale. 
736. What a show. What a show. It's 17 minutes to seven in New South Wales. That means it's 17 to six in Queensland. Uh, Brandy will fire up the football desk in just a moment. This is the home of sport. Uh, SEN. Uh, there's plenty of people, Vossi, that can remember the horse racing machine. I, I don't know if they yeah. had them at other clubs, but it was the mid-90s, I think. And uh, we had some great nights around the... the and uh, They were quite big. They were like... Hmm. Would have been five yeah. metres by sort of, you know, a few <laughs> metres. So, you know, yeah, it was... Good. Uh, while she says lost plenty on the horses at 3am, used to be able to sit and order drinks as well. Um I'm with you, Brandy. The horse racing machine of Panthers was outstanding, says the tool man. And Arthur's been back on the text line. Look, Arthur says, I'm guessing this is a mate of mine trying to cause a stir. I was definitely there. Arthur from Paddo. Arthur, I'm with you. I'm on Arthur's bus. I'm on his bus. Let's quickly go to the Motorola open line. 1300 01 1170. By the way, if you follow us on Twitter this morning, become a new follower at Vossi Brandy SEN. You are in the draw for the Signet Boost Power Bank. So just go through to Twitter at Vossi Brandy SEN. Press follow. You're in the draw. Uh, Pedro the Rooster is there. Uh, it's lovely to talk to Pedro uh, this morning. Pedro, top of the morning to you. Good day, Vossi. Good Vossi Brandy. I not only remember those horse racing machines, and I didn't go to. Uh, Panthers are at RSLs as well. But in about 97, I was in Vegas staying at the Luxor Hotel, which is a bit the big pyramid. Yep. And they had them in there, but they were camels. Right. I kid you not. <laughs> camels. Well, well, I just camels jumped all over that. How good this? And I just won, won money on the, on the camels. Wow. Good that's, fun. That's pretty Pedro. good, too. Pedro, thanks for that. That's 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 good stuff. That's good areas this morning. Now let's see if Daryl from Penrith can talk about the world of entertainment and the horse racing game. Daryl, how are you? Good boys, how you going, Vossi, Brandy? Really good. good, Daryl. Really good. Yeah, I remember him. You had to, you had your own actual screen that you had to sit on, and there was like a big queue some nights just to get to the screen. It was unreal. Yeah, bring it back. <laughs> get him back. That's. I'm, what a show! That, that was the thing to do at Panthers. That, that was it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, In all seriousness, how much do you reckon you lost over the years on it, Daryl? Um, well, I wasn't really a betting man. It was my partner I was with at the time. She liked it, but I got hooked onto it. But I don't think I lost uh, my house on it. No, no, no. Bet, you gambled responsibly, and yeah. you threw you threw your partner you, at the time under the bus. There, that was a nice fun. little smother. Nice little smother made up the story about some bets on outsiders. partner at the time. <laughs> no, thank you for the call, Daryl. Very good stuff, mate. It is amazing what we cover, and, and people are remembering, and they were just so good. Why can't we just have them? And, and, of course, gamble responsibly, but let's have horse racing gambling machines. I don't care if it's a rot. It was good fun. It was just good Surely fun. Surely not. Surely they're not a rot. Uh, I think Arthur is innocent until proven guilty. The Daggy Dragon. That's right. But Arthur said he's been to those. Can we take the B sample of Arthur? Do we need the B sample of Arthur? Can we get well, a B sample? Well, let's not wait too long to take it. Another let's text, ta- yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you never got to have your say yesterday. Boy, oh boy, did James Magnuson enlighten us about drug testing, that how the whole thing happens. Mm. It was mind-blowing, the procedure, Brandy, yeah. about yeah, yeah. being taken to the cubicle. And then the people come home with you, you sit there playing video games while they wait for you to provide a sample. Right. Amazing. Yeah, I, I, amazing. 
Yeah, I, 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 it is stunning that the A can't match the B when they came out when they when they are produced by the same sample. Mm. It's uh, so obviously something went wrong, but the waiting and I know James spoke yeah. about this yesterday, the waiting between testing the A and yeah. testing the B. Uh, like why? Why so long? Well, well, don't know, do it. Don't do know. it. Just say topic. I'd much rather talk about horse racing machines in clubs. Yeah, Magpie Swanee said West Leagues at Ashfield had the horse racing machine. It was great fun. Magpie Swanee. No one said it's negative. West Leagues at Ashfield had one. Where are they all now? Can you buy one? I've just gone to eBay. I can't find one. Where can I buy one? We'll take a break. Someone tell me, and we will buy one for us here. Thanks, Archie. SSE, not happy, says, boys, riveting radio. Sh- a slow news day, eh? <laughs> well, we sort of, we have morphed off into different areas, but... Yeah, that's right. We just go with yeah. the flow. Just go with the flow. We've got some, we've got some big interviews coming up, Bossy. Tommy Makinson. Alan, Alan Border. Border. Alan Border mm, is AB. huge. Tommy Makinson out of 7 o'clock from the St. Helens side, ahead of the World Club Challenge. 6.50 kickoff. Uh, St. Helens v Penrith. They're going to be a real treat to uh, catch up with uh, Tommy and, of course, just repeating the news, if you haven't heard, Sydney Kings won last night, 95-87. Game one of the best of three series against the Cairns Taipan. So one giant leap closer to the uh, championship playoff. I, I did watch the back end. I listened to that. I, I went to uh, I went to a tag grand final last night, tag footy. My, there's three of my boys all playing the same team. So I went to that. It was late. Started at 20 past eight. Didn't finish till sort of 10 past nine. Caught the tail end of the, the Kings. Um who are they? Who who do they meet up with now? They've got to play the winner of who the Jack Jumpers. No, 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 no. This is the best of three series, mate. Cairns Taipans. Oh, that's play right. On, it is on Friday night. Basketball. Cairns, yep. and then if yep, that's yep. if they win that, they're straight through. If they lose, there's a decider in Sydney on Sunday. Um, mm. Football desk, quick update. Uh, yeah, one Goal. nil. Man Goal. City have scored. Twenty-seven minutes in, one nil. Man City over Arsenal. Alrighty, well done. Farewell to our Queensland listeners. You're off for Patton Heels. You can continue to listen to us via the app. For everyone staying with us, plenty more to come after the news. Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy on 11.70am in Sydney. Tommy Makinson, St Helens superstar, not too far away.